Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. I go down. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks, wherever the heck in the world you are. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. And we have with us the one and only producer extraordinaire, the one and only CJ. And if you need to get into the Discord, because many people are asking about the roguenews.com community Discord, which is a lively and thriving community of positive and uplifting people who are there to support and love each other. If you need a list or a link, excuse me, to that uh, Discord uh, uh, page, you could email CJ, CJ at roguenews.com, CJ at roguenews.com. And folks, uh, follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, DLive, Twitch. I mean, man, we are everywhere. We are everywhere, and, and soon we will be on Spotify. And everywhere else that we need to be. We're also on Rumble. Uh, this is uh, recorded and then po- this, you know, of course, is later updated to, to Rumble because you can't really stream there until you pay a hefty fee. But with all, all that being said, El Cuco, what is going on, my friend? How are you? Good morning. Uh, good morning. Doing, doing great. Uh, real quick thing in regards to uh, over on the Discord, uh, you know, we're, we're very mindful in terms of, of managing a, a great uh, form on there. There's several different channels. Uh, we we obviously um, you know we want people to to respect each other. It's okay to debate and everything, uh, but however, if if you if you are a troll, if you go on you know personal attacks and so forth, you know you will get you will get kicked. Uh, you will get banned. Uh, we typically don't like to do that. And and then likewise the same thing uh, with our shows and the shows that we have with our our guests that are on. And you know we don't mind uh, arguing certain points, but when you lodge uh, personal attacks against individuals, uh, you will get banned and kicked from the the chat room as as well. So I just Want to establish that, V, because, you know, we did have a couple of, uh, you know, recent, uh, you know, not only from our live streams, uh, but also in the in the Discord, which most people are very good about alerting me that, hey, we have a troll in here. We need to get him out of here. So yep. so just be mindful of that. Not, the not Discord you, you know, is its own immune system, CJ. Yep, it is. Absolutely. Everybody there is a white cell. Mm-hmm. It's like an ant colony. When, you, when they realize that there's a, an intruder in the mist, the colony attacks. It's amazing. They drag them out before the spores start to kick out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Anyway, CJ, I don't know about you, but uh, I want to announce to the people that CJ and I also got a contract. It's just not Steven Crowder, but it's also CJ and myself. We got a contract from the Daily Wire. Uh, in fact, I have it right here. I'm, you can probably hear me fidgeting as I open up this contracts and i'm reading it sweet so cj and i are required to wear a yarmulke at least uh four out of five weeks uh showing solidarity with ben shapiro and the nation of israel uh jeremy boring also wants us to pledge allegiance to lindsey graham and kevin mccarthy uh, because they're the best in the world the most brightest talented ever and we should, according to Section 8, that we ought to give um, support to conservative trans movement, including stating that Caitlyn Jenner is brave and courageous uh, and that you and I, CJ, should be utilizing he, him pronouns. Correct. In our, Correct. In this contract. But uh, they also said they'll take 70% of our total earnings uh, if we're demonetized. At which point, uh, CJ and myself told the Daily Wire that we've been monetized, demonetized for years and banned several times for lengthy, lengthy periods. And at that mention, uh, Ben Shapiro says that uh, uh, that they would take 140 uh, percent, to which the CJ and I replied and said, "Hey, anyone that that that's fine." Uh, and see, because we're such a risky venture that you know they love what we have to say in our style and our off the cuff, go live without any prep. Very few people could do what we do. Um, they're willing to pay us uh, in either bananas or sandwiches. Uh, the problem that we have is I opted for bananas. CJ has opted for sandwiches, and this is the impasse we're in. CJ, do you want to comment on this whole Daily Wire? Yeah. No, I, you know, overall, I'm very happy with, with the entire offer. Um, the, the double asterisk there, we, we need to ask him to clarify that, whether that's 10% off the top to the big guy. Or or ten percent off the top to Ukraine. I'm not I'm not sure which they they oh, move here. Yeah. Double asterisk asterisk at the bottom. Um, you know I, I'm fine. You know changing apparel. I'm I'm okay with that. You know we, you know we we've, we've we've dealt with this before these contracts. But I I guess if it's if it's a banana sandwich, I I might be okay with it. Um, That's a good compromise. You get banana sandwiches. May, maybe ask for a little peanut butter with it. Ooh, banana. and some bacon. Then we have an Elvis bacon. Yeah. Oh. So if they. So if they're willing to, you know, throw in, although although I can't ask for eggs because they're they're pretty pricey now. That could throw the whole contract. Uh, no eggs, but see the stipulation here says that it has to be turkey bacon because it has to be kosher because of Ben Shapiro. Oh shit, that's right. Okay, so turkey. Right. It's not too bad. You know, so as long bad. as it's peanut butter, banana sandwiches, we can we can we can we can sign this deal and we can move forward. Absolutely, man. Because this is what's important, man. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you know, we got, and then we got to pretend we're fighting big tech. You know, that, really, and, and it's not, about, and it's not about the money either. It's never been no, about the right. money. It's about the principles. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
Anyway, guys, we are apart from all the the, the nonsense that's going on in the world of, of big big conservative man. We could have told you that years ago. Of course, these the mainstream conservatism is a joke. It's an absolute joke. We can we you know the, the, that that's what makes it so refreshing here over at Rogue. We discuss real topics, real issues, not this false left right paradigm bullshit. But actual geostrategic, geoeconomic, geopolitical events that have a real impact to your life. Your life. And it's going to impact you in a major way because we are living in a Ponzi scheme. And one of the things that people need to realize, realize about Ponzi schemes, by their very nature and design, they are extremely unstable. And the United States is caught in this transition that many, all the listeners here on Rogue already know, they already know the game plan. They already know what's up. But these normies who are chasing all these mainstream folks, you know, these are kiddie pool levels of understanding. And I'm talking about the Crowders, the Pools, the Daily Wire people. They are nothing but low-level thinkers. They're nothing but low-level analysis, low-level uh, uh, projections, low-level everything. You're not going to learn a damn thing except, oh, the left is bad, the right is good. The left is bad, the right is good. And you're not going to learn anything except, ooh, Republicans good, Democrats bad. Republicans good, forget, Democrats don't, bad. Don't don't forget uh, hate China, hate Russia. That's, that's right. You got to hate China, you got to hate Russia. That's what it is, folks. It's unbelievable. Anyway, with all that garbage out of the way, Siege, what is going on, brother? What is crack-a-lacking in your neck of the woods? What what do we have on the radar screen, man? Well, <clears throat> VA, you know, as you as you mentioned, and you you were one of the first ahead of this in regards to uh, Ukraine. Yep. And and Ukraine is where uh, the dollar uh, goes to die. Uh, yep. I think that you could also uh, add to that that uh, that Ukraine is also where uh, the West hegemony, U.S. hegemony, goes to die as as well, V. Uh, the uh, the escalation, the quickening that's happening around the de-dollarization uh, around the globe is is uh, is starting to uh, cook, kick up quite a bit of a, a pace here, V. And um, I think we know why that that's happening. And uh, you know, apparently there's uh, you know Germany's been putting up a, a fight to 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 send in their their uh, their their tanks and mm-hmm. and and all this kind of stuff. But it's it's just it's just a shame that there's no adults to enter the room uh, to have conversations. But you know, now where where we have uh, Russia just you know pretty much basically acknowledging, saying, look, you know, we this is no longer just uh, an isolated thing with Ukraine. It's 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 pretty much a war with the West. You know, it re- literally is. Lavrov has stated that we are no longer in a hybrid war with the West, but we are moving towards a real one. And that's a big thing because you got to understand here. It's kind of funny when I look at this whole German situation. If you study warfare, you study military hardware, the Le- the Leopard A26 is the best damn tank in the entire Western world. It's better than the Merkavas. It's better than the M1 Abrams, the M1 A2 Abrams. It's better than the British Challenger 2. Uh, I would put uh, Leopard the number one tank. I would put the 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 British Challenger as number two. The Israeli Merkava as the best desert tank is number three. The Abrams, number four, and the French Leclerc is number five in terms of my order of top five tanks in the Western world. Now, one of the things we realize about Western tanks is these are tanks that are built 
by consensus, these are tanks that are built by for for um, uh, perception, the for uh, public relations, so on and so forth. So what happens is that the West, like Lloyd Austin, the affirmative action hire over at the Pentagon, right? Lloyd Austin has said, if we send in some tanks, there's going to be a counteroffensive. And 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 the strikeout heart artist, retired General Dave Hodges, who's an absolute moron. Whenever you hear American general this and American general that, or automatically translating your mind, these are losers who've never fought in war, leading an army that has never won a war. Keep that in the back of your mind because you got to get through all the military porn, right? You got all the military porn out there. You got a whole swath of Americans who, whose entire military and, and geostrategic viewpoint has been, you know, created by video games such as Call of Duty, okay? So these guys think that sending in tanks is going to help. It's not. Think of all the Wonder Waffens that have failed already. All these Wonder Waffens that the Americans were sending over. Oh, the Javelin. And you don't hear about Javelins anymore. Ooh, the M777 Howitzers. And then you don't hear about those anymore. Ooh, the high Mars. Oh, yeah, the high Mars. And that's uh, not heard about anymore. Now it's all about the tanks. The tanks are going to turn the tide. And what's going to happen is if the Germans, if they have any modicum, if they even have a modicum of intelligence left, if they have any sort of self-love for their country or if they've been completely deballed and brainwashed and neutered as a nation, they would not be sending in their tanks. But I have a feeling, CJ, that they will send those tanks in. And what's going to happen? The leopards are going to burn on the battlefields in Ukraine. And if the Americans are so dumb as to send over that bloated pig of a tank called the M1A2 Abrams, which is a piece of crap that is constantly breaking down, whoever was the genius that thought, hey, you know what, I'm going to make a battle tank, and I'm going to stick a jet engine as the main source of propulsion and jet fuel, as the main source of fuel for the tank. So this way, when an anti-tank missile hits it, it will burn like a Roman candle. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. The M1A2s will fail. The Leopards will fail. And anything the West has will fail. Why? Because the West is not an industrial power. These are people who have no power and abilities. You have to understand the danger that you live in, folks. You live in a country where 99.999% of your leaders are idiots and morons, are severely and dangerously uneducated. They all hold fake degrees in public relations, in, 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 in international studies, and uh, political science, and then or they're lawyers. Dangerous, dangerous pseudo-degrees for pseudo-sciences for pseudo-people with a pseudo-foreign policy that lives in a pseudo-country with a pseudo-government. That's what we are, okay? You have people who live in a vacuum, and they think this is the 1960s or the 70s or the 80s or even the 90s when we still had some industrial production here. We're in the, we're in the, 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 in the 2020s. We have no industrial production. We're completely hollowed out, okay? I, I, I remember a few years ago, I think this was maybe 2012 or 2013, reading an article when 
the British were involved in a large-scale military exercise alongside the Americans, and I, I, I believe this was uh, done in Europe somewhere. I don't know if it was in France or Spain or whatnot. But the British military went through the entire ammunition supply that they had inside of eight days. Inside of eight days, Siege, they were out of ammo wow, for the whole fucking country. Days. Man. So imagine, if you will, that the mouse that roared and the naked emperor, which is the United States, the naked drunk crackhead, which is the United States, decides to go to war against an industrial power. They will be out of ammo inside of a few days, even less than a week, right? This is why the U.S., one of the undersecretaries of defense, General so-and-so, who's a woman, yeah, I'm sure she's adept at warfare, CJ. I'm sure she's served in the front lines with the Navy SEAL, CJ. She's got it. Oh, yeah, she's got it. She got it all figured out. <laughs> now we are begging uh, Chileans, Argentinians, Venezuelans, and anybody else who would listen, and even Cuba, we're going there. Begging them, hey, do you guys have any extra arms, like, you know, like AK-47s or something similar, because we need to supply every Ukrainian because we're fighting the Russians down to the last Ukrainian, so we need, we're going to need all the supplies we can get. This is where the West is. They're a hollowed-out empire that relied on a Ponzi scheme for several, several decades. And that Ponzi scheme is about to fail. It's about to completely collapse. In fact, we are witnessing the collapse of the American Ponzi scheme. Okay? I think it was uh, last night I had some, uh, it was uh, uh, Nick made me alerted to this. All right? Uh, and um, one of the things that uh, he told me was, you know, it was a, a buddy of mine, that um, Swift, if you were on Swift and you're in a cryptocurrency exchange, uh they will not allow transactions of less than $100,000. So in other words, if you had $99,999 sitting in, in BTC, sitting in a Binance account, and you told Binance, hey, listen, could you liquidate that and send it over to my bank? The answer will be no. If you had $99,999, your life savings, you you know worked hard, you traded well, you got X amount of crypto sitting in some uh, wallets in an exchange somewhere and you need to have it moved, you want to liquidate, you want to take some profit, the answer is no. You've been debarred from, you've been switched off from SWIFT. And what is it doing? It's, what's doing is alienating more countries. Alienating more countries. It's incredible where we are. And it's funny, Siege, they did this move in the middle of the day, right? They did this move hot on the heels of the finance minister of the UAE saying that, hey, you know what? We're looking at other non-dollar derivatives. Crypto is one of them, you know? They did this hot on the heels of the Saudi finance minister saying the same thing. Hey, we're looking at crypto. We're looking at other types of dig digital assets. And then kicking people off, making you know, sanctioning people and kicking them off of SWIFT and doing this and doing that is further, you're seeing this bifurcation of the global financial system. One which still is dominated by the West, which is part of SWIFT and this, that, and the other, and a newer multipolar alternative that is functioning that is here. So we are all witnessing this, folks. You and I are not sitting here just opposing and trying to figure out, hey, you know what? 
uh, when is the U.S. Ponzi collapsing? When is this? It's already happening. It is here. You cannot escape it, folks. You cannot escape it. And when this thing goes, it's going to go hard and it's going to go fast. And based on this, right, I was thinking to myself, these people are making it very difficult for independent crypto brokerages and crypto exchanges to survive. They want to conglomerate everything into larger and larger financial holdings and corporate holdings, so to speak, right? They want to vertically integrate as much control as possible over this industry. At the same time, they're killing innovation. At the same time, they're killing competition and only allowing their boys to prosper. Those that are coddled, that are sucking at the government teeth, are the only ones that are going to prosper. It's incredible. I was saying this to the missus the, 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 the previous night, and Mrs. Gorilla said, you know, we were both laughing about it, and I said, you know what the U.S. is? The U.S., you know what the U.S. is, Siege, on the international scene? What's that, V? The United States of America is a registered sex offender living in the neighborhood, and not only is he a registered sex offender, he's also a meth head. He's high on mm. meth all the time. He drives mm. around in his white van looking for little kids to pick up, and he sees a little boy and says, hey, what's your name, little boy? My name is Ukraine. Oh, hello, Ukraine. Would you want to come into my white van where it has no windows? I have lollipops and gumdrops. And do you want to see my pet snake? Oh, sure. That's what the that's what the United States is. We are the registered so sex offender on the global stage. That is what is our, that is what we are. And we're on meth, and we're on coke, and we're on crack, and every other drug imaginable. That should paint the picture of the country in which we call home. CJ. Boom. No, I I completely agree. I think one of the, the major turning points be in regards to the major paradigm shift where, you know, if it, and at any point where the U.S. did have any type of influence in the world, positive influence. Right. I think all that was thrown out the window uh, going, going back to the the uh, exit that took place in, in Afghanistan. Yeah, I think that sent um, a, a huge message across the globe uh, of the the lack of, of leadership of, of America. And now you you compound that with what's happening in Ukraine. Every every bit of their efforts, every bit of their efforts for the sanctions to curtail Russia, to say that Russia is going to go bankrupt, that we're going to we're going to oust Putin. None of it's happening. None of it is all happening. And, and now what's happening, you're seeing a multitude. People see the writing on the wall. Oh, look, they confiscated uh, Russia's uh, funds. I can't remember how many billions of dollars that, that they had in reserves that were, were confiscated, basically stolen. Yep. So now all these other countries are like, well, wait a minute. W- why are we tr- still trading on, in dollar terms? Why are we having dealing with the, uh, the basket of currencies that we're currently uh, dealing in? And, and, and you have the Saudis that you mentioned that came out and said, hey, look, which they've probably already been doing, right? They've yep. probably already been doing oil set, uh, trade deals outside of the, the dollar. But now you have just south of us, you have, you know, I'm sure that you cut this yesterday, uh, V, that Argentina and Brazil saying, hey, look, we're going to begin looking at how we can utilize a common currency to do our trade outside the dollar. So so the writing's on the wall. It's it's just it's it's just happening a lot quicker uh, because of the failed efforts. And unfortunately, uh, I think Helga Zepp LaRouche put out a. A message yesterday saying that look you know we're we're at the point where 
there there may not be an option to turn away from a a, a, a more of a global type event um, occurring um, because you know we just continue to escalate things. I can't remember the NATO chief that said yesterday, "Well, sending in more weapons will just... will assure more peace." Oh, that was a that was a that idiot, Jan <laughs> Stoltenberger, the NATO yes. chief. Yeah, sending more weapons reassures peace. Well, in, he's in a military Syria. genius, CJ. He has a <laughs> he has a degree. He has an advanced degree in philosophy. I shit you not. His degree in philosophy, Siege. He studied Aristotle. He's a master at war. It's incredible. But that's it. We- we- more weapons equal more peace. See, I guess we're living under a rock, man. Huh? I, I guess we just don't get it. I we I, yeah, we just don't get it. I mean, you know, you know, more weapons is brings peace. Um, except for if you're in the United States, right? You know that that doesn't doesn't apply um, because the, the first thing yeah, that they want to do is every is, Tuesday. Every Tuesday there's like a mass shooting in, in California these days. <laughs> yeah, and then and then out of nowhere, Antifa pops up uh, this this past weekend, right? In in Atlanta, yeah. and you know, wonder wonder why they've been quiet for so long, and now now they're they're back uh, with Avengers. But that's okay because you know if you really analyze things, we you know putting police cars on fire, burning buildings, and everything, it's it's really not violence. Uh, v, it's it, it could it could re- even be dangerous to label it violence. Uh, because really, persons aren't involved, um, so therefore, we really can't call it violence anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't call it violence anymore. You know, that, that's that's what it is. It's incredible. And then what's happening? You know, right now there's a, there's hybrid war that the United States is waging in China. There's a hybrid war that the United States is waging right now in Pakistan. There's a wonderful article by Zamir Ahmed Awan for Saker, our buddy Andre. And it says that it's believed that the world is changing rapidly. Technology has been improving at an accelerated place. Geopolitics is also changing. New alliances are emerging. And trade pattern has been transformed and so on. But one thing that has not changed is the suffering of humankind. Human beings are still being killed and forced to flee from their homes and countries, and poverty have grown. In addition to natural disasters, human-made disasters are even geared up. And who's the architect? Which... Who is the main engine of all the malaise of this, in this world siege? United States. Mm, yeah. Yep. The European lap dogs, the lap poodles that are in Europe who are killing their own economies, sacrificing their own people, lowering the standard of living and the life expectancy of their own population in order to take orders from the United States are culpable. Because they're a bunch of lapdogs. They're a bunch of lackeys. So who, who are they bowing down to? It's the U.S. All the Malays in Europe, the problems in Ukraine is the United States. The problems in Asia, United States. Problems in the Middle East, United States. This whole announcement between Argentina and Brazil saying, hey, they're going to find a common currency. You all better be careful. You got Tio del Norte, the uncle in the north, who might not like that. And he might jump into his pedal van and drive down there. And create some sort of fomenting war. You know? How about a, an Argentinian version of the FARC rebels that you see in, in Colombia? How about that? How about, how about some, uh, some, some, some uh, civil war, some you know, NGO disruptions, maybe some economic war, maybe some sanctions for Brazil? Yeah. How about that? You never know. Like what Kissinger said, it is a, a dangerous thing. To be an enemy of the United States, but it's a deadly thing to be an ally of the United States. 
So economic sanctions, narrative war, media war, etc., all modes of hybrid war and the Cold War may have been replaced by the hybrid war, but the mentality remained the same. Any country on the left side of the U.S. is facing a hybrid war. Either it's Russia, it's China, it's North Korea, it's Iran, or any other country is facing similar challenges of hybrid war. It's a matter of highly significance that we must understand the concept of hybrid war. Many scholars, researchers, and intellectuals are studying it around the globe, and many conferences and seminars are being conducted worldwide, and plenty of literature is available. Pakistan is a typical case of hybrid war, facing it a couple of decades. On the economic front, coercion at the hands of the international financial institutions to the war of narratives by the arch-rival India, as revealed by the European watchdog Disinfo Lab through the Indian Chronicles to the physical penetration of agents to create sabotage and terrorism in Baluchistan and Karachi. Pakistan faced it all. Media is in full swing, spread to fake news and fabricate stories and, destroy, and distort Pakistan's narrative. Unfortunately, the media is also controlled by the West and over-engaged against Pakistan. Social media is also playing its dirty role, too. The worst phenomenon is that many writers used Western literature as a source of information, which is totally wrong and biased. And you cannot develop an authentic source of information. The Chinese say Sun Tzu also gets quoted extensively in the context of hybrid war, uh, hybrid war mannerisms of warfare in contemporary wars. Some 2,500 years ago, he, pro he prophesied that the supreme acme of skills to win the war is to win it without fighting, breaking the will of the people, the target state. And wouldn't you say, folks, that the U.S. government is doing the same thing against us? It's media, it's media apparatchiks to, to demoralize us? Because right now they're going for broke. Why are they going for broke, Siege? Because they know their time is short. That's why they're, they're pulling on all the stops. Go ahead, brother. I know you got something lined up here. Well, and and I think uh, V that uh, and who knows what their plans are to uh, uh, to pivot if if they even can. Um, I, I don't think they're they're they can walk away uh, from Ukraine. Who knows the amount of weapons that are even going in? All this billions of dollars uh, that's being created. Who knows where that money is going? Is are they truly even getting? getting these weapons or is it just, you know, propping things up? I mean, it's, it's just getting ridiculous, but you know, this broke yesterday. Um, and this, and again, it just goes back to what you said earlier in regards to the left, right, you know, paradigm, there's no longer any anti-war uh, party in, in the United States. And, right. and now we have uh, uh, again, Kevin McCarthy basically pulling in a Nancy Pelosi where oh, yeah. now, now the, the Pentagon is planning for a Taiwan visit by, um, by McCarthy. See, we have three presidents in this country. We have the president, the vice president, and then the speaker of the house. We have a trifecta, an unholy trinity, brother. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, again, this is, I think, after uh, apparently there's, I can't recall how much uh, the tunes that they said that they could provide uh, money to Taiwan now. Would that be in direct in with, with weapons? But this is this is the dangerous game that just you know continues to, uh, to escalate, uh, you know, because, again, because we do not have adults willing to enter the room. And what what, uh, what I'm excited about is that we're starting to hear some more conversation where people are really uh, starting to understand this. I listened to this over the weekend, and uh, I, I think if you listen, 
you know, carefully don't don't pay attention to the names that Salente mentions as far as what he thinks could be a, a viable uh, candidate running in, but more the response in regards to what Zelensky has to say about about third parties. Um, I'm sorry, not Zelensky. What what he has to say about third McGregor. parties being McGregor in our in our country. So let's play this uh, soundbite right here and shows them the facts. There's no weapons of mass destruction in in uh, Iraq. And Bush tells him to get out of here, leave the office. And Giraldi, being a real man, quit. Eggs everywhere. It would have been great news coverage. Of course. So what do you suggest? What do you suggest we do to stop this? I think that the right in the country, as opposed to the left, I'm talking about and, and the right has to be defined simply as Americans who care about and love their country. I, I've long been disappointed in the two-party system. I don't see much difference between Republicans and Democrats okay. because they're all wholly owned subsidiaries of various lobbies. Mm. And as wholly a result, owned subsidiaries of various lobbies. Perfectly and, said. Go on, I'm sorry. And, and as a result, we no longer have people in Washington representing the interests of the American people. And I've, I felt strongly that we should have a new party a new party completely. And I think we would attract large numbers of Democrats as well as Republicans into it. If we made clear what we want to do with this party, what, what the platform would be. And that platform has to be one of avoiding unnecessary conflict. Yeah. It has to enshrine peace and prosperity as our top goals in, in the world. It has to give up this notion that nothing can happen in the world unless we some somehow or another are shaping the outcome. In fact, we don't need to be involved with most of the world. And what happens no. in most of the world on any given day doesn't make much difference to us. No, I and, agree. And, and the other thing is talk about our sovereignty. You know, we're, we're talking about Ukrainian no. sovereignty. What about ours? We've given it up. We've abandoned the borders. We, we don't enforce law. We've undermined, uh, you know, law enforcement. We're exalting criminality. We're treating it as though it's something good. Uh, this this all has to go away, but the only way to get a, get rid of it is to build a new platform, I and agree. that platform has to have media. In other words, you've got to develop the alternative to what is dominating us in the mainstream. Call it a free speech platform or a confederation of platforms, whatever you want. I don't see anybody on the right with any money stepping forward to do anything. I know. That's what I was saying. So here's my suggestion. RFK Jr. for president and Judge Andrew Napolitano for vice president. And here's my thinking. I have this, I got it framed actually a couple of months ago. I, I, I came across it and I found it. And it's a, um, from the Daily News, Mm -hmm. And then I found this one. RFK goes home, goes home. He's buried. Imagine RFK Jr. His father's assassinated. His uncle's assassinated. The president of the United States. This guy must have a heart and emotion that none of us could ever imagine. And the Kennedy name would bring in the left. 
Napolitano would bring in the right and people with an open mind that know that there's, and I, again, I don't know anybody that knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the details of it better than Judge Andrew Napolitano. Fact after fact after fact. So then we bring them on the libertarian ticket because they are, they have ballots in all the states. And when the money starts coming and we also form a new third party. That's my thinking. What do you think? Well, it's worth trying. Unfortunately, my view is that not a whole hell of a lot is going to happen until important. everything implodes. But yeah, again, America, Americans, Americans aren't prepared to do very much. Forgetting that, part, forgetting that part. Suppose we had the money behind us. Doesn't matter, Gerald. Behind us to get RFK Jr. and Judge Napolitano to run. What do you think their opportunity, the chances of if we had them, if we had the money behind us for them to win. Without the collapse financially and economically, no chance. Wow, he sounds like V. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. <laughs> we got to have Colonel McGregor on. It's a kindred yeah. spirit right there. That's yeah, exactly so, it. Yep, yep. Systematically, it, nothing changes until the corruption goes away, and that's the dollar. Yeah. That's the power. Yep, that's what. And then that's what needs to happen is, is is there needs to be a systematic collapse, and the empire has to fail. It has to break. It's the only way that this thing goes away. And see, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, we've had another halt of trading in Wall Street this today. Did you know that? Interesting. We need to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Uh, another. Dun, 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 dun. Where is that? Another technical glitch. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. All right. Yep, there it is right here an hour ago. Got it? Yep. Yep. Technical glitch. That's what it is, man. Another technical glitch. How do you run technical glitches? Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> your algos are starting to like overheat. Maybe all the financial re-engineering and the accounting and uh, you know acrobatics that they've been pulling in order to keep the perception wrong. You got long and going. Folks, you got to understand this. The United States will lose every war that it's in because why it runs a public relations campaign for war, right? It's all about perception. It's all about perceiving, not reality. It's all about perception. Like when they said all these companies have left Russia, now news reports are coming out that over 90% of companies have remained in Russia and that these reports have been greatly exaggerated. But it doesn't matter what the facts are. It's all about perception. And same thing goes with the economy and the stock market. It's all, the stock market is the greatest smokescreen. 40,000 point down, it's coming. Why is it coming? No one has any clue. Because it has it has nothing to do on metrics. It has to do with perception. It has to do with perceiving that we're a strong, economically viable country. And we're not. And it's embarrassing because nobody out there is speaking the truth about this. Uh, you know, in D.C. Nobody out there is saying, hey, you know what? We need a, a thorough audit of the entire federal government. 
if you were surprised or if you were mortified that the Pentagon can't find $2.3 trillion each, can't find it. I can't imagine that. Come on. Come on, man. It's a rounding error, man. It's probably just a rounding (laughs) error. Come on, Siege. You and I make rounding (laughs) errors. You know, it's like, you know... It's like point. It know, gets difficult, V, when it's that many trillions, right? Yeah, yeah. Rounding yeah, two point three trillion here, ten trillion there, and a hundred. What's the difference? At some point, it doesn't matter. But this is where we are. If you're mortified that two point three trillion is wasted by the Pentagon, the DoD, what other governmental bureaucracies have misappropriated funds? We may never know. How about we audit the Fed? Oh, that'll never happen. Oh, no. No, no, no. Can't, can't do that. Can't do that. And this is why Colonel McGregor and everybody else who's been looking at this for a long time have been echoing what we've been saying here for the very longest time. There will be no change. America, you are going to suffer. The suffering is coming. The suffering is already here. Now, thanks to CJ's contacts south of the border, he and I will begin an egg smuggling operation. Yes. We will be not only smuggling chicken eggs, but also duck eggs. Is that correct, CJ? Yes. The the ducks, the eggs, they're they're the healthier. Um, yes, and, and there's great profit in them. So we'll and do both. We could do both. And we're also thinking about moving laterally. Uh, with uh, iguana eggs as well as alligator eggs because you got to do what you got to do in order to prepare for what's coming. And this is a serious thing, man. It's, it's, it's incredible to see where we are right now. Incredible, man. It is. It is. Um, you know, documenting the, the, the collapse, the, the warning signs for, for several years and every attempt to, to prop it up. Uh, question is how much longer they, can, they, can they continue to be? Not much longer. Not much longer, man. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. And uh, every other week, we have our uh, the president of the United States. He's you know another another uh, round of documents were found yesterday. Um, unbelievable, man. Yeah, I'm really. It, it's a whole probably a whole other conversation. I've been really trying to analyze that in regards to the timing, um, the the the, the whys. Uh, does it? potentially nullify uh, both Biden and and Trump uh, from being candidates in, in 24. And it, it, I, I looked at different angles. A lot of people are like, oh, they're out to, to get, you know, uh, Biden out. You know, that's their that's their plans. They're going to do this. And I'm you know, I, that potentially could be. And, and I don't have a crystal ball. No reason. I, I look at it more that they felt a significant amount of pressure coming from the the, the Republican Congress, knowing that there's a potential for them to. Uh, push forward and say, hey, you know what? A, a lot of the FBI, a lot of the agents, government agencies have been weaponized for political gain. Uh, so it kind of neutralizes that altogether by beginning to investigate Biden. Now they can say, no, it's not political. Look, we, we did this to, to Biden. There's no reason to no reason to investigate, no reason to cut funding. Uh, but at the same time, if they do move forward and they uh, prosecute Biden and Trump for the same thing and say, look, you know what? Neither one of you can can run in twenty four. What 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 would that happen? That's complete speculation, uh, but definitely something for us to to consider. Does if 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 they take out Biden, does it equivalently do the same thing to to, to Trump? So, um, 
but but who knows? I, I I'm I'm just difficult to understand the the timing, the whys. Um, you know, I've listened to a lot of analysis of people asking why did he send the attorneys to go look for 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 the documents first. Um, several different conversations out there in regards to um, the the documents and 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 again, they were when he was a, a senator. Um, you know, and people were like, well, he had no no way of declassifying documents. He wasn't like when Trump Trump did it. So, who knows, V? Who knows? Indeed, and I don't know if you if you all saw this. I kind of posted this. Let me bring this up. Meanwhile, in Chicago, which is what most places in the country will look like. Look at this. See, did you see this video? I did. I did. Pretty nuts. Gruesome. Here we go. I'm just going to play it, folks. This is a Chicago where three people lost their lives. A father, a daughter. This is a during a birthday party. And a mother of three was also killed. 24-year-old mother of three. Watch what happens. Yep. There it is. That was a convicted... This was a person who was convicted in 2014 of doing a break-in and entry, an armed, you know, break-in and entry, and killing two people back in 2014. He's out on parole because of Chicago. And he gets kicked out of some lounge or some club because of doing some birthday party thing, whatever. He gets confronted by the girl's father. He kills the dad. The girl runs because her dad is laying dead on the floor. He kills the girl. He kills the little brother who's over in the corner. And he kills the mother of three who's hiding behind the van. Three people are dead. One person who's the girl who was covering her dad. She's in critical condition. This is Chicago. This is where we are. We are morally bankrupt. There's been three shootings or mass shootings or whatnot in, in California that have occurred. One is in a, in a mushroom plantation, some sort of mushroom farm. I mean, this is where we've become as a country. You go to like Home Depot, you got to worry about, uh, you know, you know some, some, some idiot popping off at a grocery store or something like that. This is where we are. Like we are we are broken morally. We are broken spiritually. And the only thing that's gonna wipe all this crap away, the only thing that's gonna bring back God fearing people, and hopefully with some balls. You gotta be God fearing, you gotta have some balls and a spine. And the only thing that's gonna bring that back, folks, is a collapse. That's why I said years ago. Back when I first broke out into the scene, I said the collapse of the United States is not good or bad. It's necessary. You cannot have a population this stupid 
Will there be a lot of people that, yeah, there's going to be, when this collapse occurs, you will bet your bottom dollar. If you're in a large city, there's going to be a lot of dead people. Everybody else will start getting back to community. Everybody else will try to pick up the pieces. And I hope to God that Washington, D.C. would be completely broken. We are lost, folks. We are a God-forsaken place. And our leaders are pushing us to war with a country that is begging them with tears in their eyes. Please, don't make us fuck you up. Please, don't make us end you. And that's Russia. Our, our leaders are pushing us because they're deluded. They're uneducated. Ignoramus is holding fraudulent degrees, pseudoscience degrees, thinking that this is the 80s where we have a, a working nuclear arsenal. We don't. And the Russians are begging us with tears in their eyes, please don't go to war. And these morons in the United States think, <laughs> we got them. This is some sort of sign of weakness. This is the equivalent of a 110-pound drug addict who's high on meth, about to go fight a six foot nine, 400 pound behemoth like Half Thor Bjornsson, the guy who played the mountain from the Game of Thrones. It's the equivalent. But one way or another, look, America has a destiny with God. One way or another, America, your knee will bow. One way or another, America, you will confess. One way or another, America, whether it's through economic calamity, that your back will be broken. Or it will be a mushroom cloud. One way or another, whether we like it or not, a day of reckoning is coming. You know why there is judgment coming. You cannot overthrow 30-some-odd democratically elected governments throughout the world in the last 50 years and not have anything bad happen to you. You cannot be the source of every global act of inhuman events that are happening, terrorist attacks and economic collapses and sanctions this and the being the root cause of all the suffering. And it's going to be required of us because we did nothing. We see, we thought it was cute that a bunch of politicians in D.C. were out there sanctioning third world countries and blowing up mud huts. That's okay. Who cares? It's overseas. It's a bunch of hajis. Who cares? It's a freedom. Pass me the bag of Doritos. I got to watch the football game. Now you watch the blood of innocent women and children that we have spilled these last several decades. And the United States body counts in the tens of millions, folks. It's in the tens of millions since the 1950s. In the tens of millions. The innocent blood of the women and the children and the innocent people that have died because of our murderous foreign policy, their blood has been crying out for justice for decades. And God from heaven and the universe itself has heard their cry. And they've the universe has been very slow. God has been very slow in breaking America. 
He's always giving you a chance, saying, you know what? Maybe they'll come around. Maybe they'll repent. There's still some good people there. Maybe, maybe they'll stand up and expose this evil for what it is and take back their country and reverse this evil. And we didn't. Because the football game is on on Sunday. And then Monday I got to go to work and punch the clock. And, you know, I got a vacation to go to. And, you know, I got to keep up with my latest reality shows. And I got to, you know, update my Instagram account and see what's happening on Facebook. And I got to, like, you know, flex and floss to my neighbors and friends who don't really give a rat's ass about me. That's more important. So now, here we are. It's the 11th hour. Clock is about to strike midnight. And one way or another, folks, and I hope to God that it's an economic collapse that brings us down and not a mushroom cloud. I hope to God it's the sound of the market circuit breakers kicking in when the Dow plummets. I hope to God that it's the, time, it's the sound of screams on the trading floor of Wall Street is what breaks us and not the scream of a Russian hypersonic Kinzel or a Caliber or even worse, a Sarmat. I hope it's I hope it's the screams of Wall Street. One way or another, this evil is coming to an end. And that's all I gotta say, Steve. Well said, B. And with that being said, folks. We're at the end of the program. We don't have Matthew Aaron on today. He will be on uh, hopefully tomorrow, 1 p.m. Um, we're going to also have uh, Jeff, uh, the gentleman that, that was on last time. We couldn't do the show because of his uh, his, um, his his phone connection. His internet connection was terrible. He seemed to have gotten that fixed. And we're going to try and do something uh, tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. Excellent. Uh, keep, keep it locked and loaded here. And Eric is right. We are Mystery Babylon, folks. We are Mystery Babylon. We are the great whore. We are the ones in which the merchants of the world have fornicated with and become rich. We are the great whore. And just as it says in scriptures, when that great whore is killed, when she's destroyed, and the smoke of her destruction rises to the air, the merchants of the world would weep and says, oh, how, how she's been destroyed. We've, we've made, we were made fat by the suckling of her teeth. coming folks America's going to bow there's no escaping this there's no hero coming to the rescue there's no there's no Trump and the and, and, and the crash helmets the white hats whatever you want to call them there's no 3D chess 4D or 10D chess there's 1D connect 4 and we're losing bad okay 1D connect 4 that's, that's what's being played here there's no political party you could vote harder there's none of, none of that crap is going to save you blood is on our hands and now it is required mene mene tekalum forseem i have weighed your empire on the balance and i found you wanting and with that being said siege take it away <laughs>